Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Evan. I'm a dumb dad. My name's Kevin, and I'm also a dumb dad. That was a long pause you did. I know. I went, well, we, we looked went, at each other. But you said, welcome to the Dumb Dad Podcast. I didn't know if I wanted to put anything in there. My name's Evan. I might have wanted to, I might have wanted to squeeze something in there. Your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe something in between there. No, it was okay. We locked eyes before. It was like, who's yeah. starting? And I who's was talking? like, I'll start. And then I was like, I'm yeah. starting by just It's, good. Just it's good, though, because people will press play and they'll be like, did I press play? Okay, okay, there it is. There how, it is. How do you fast forward like thirty seconds yeah. through this garbage? Let's do this at five times speed because they are <laughs> slow today. <laughs> hey, cheers, buddy. Oh, cheers. Look at this. That's we are recording on a, believe it or not, kids, a rainy. Yep. Rainy. I guess it's morning. It's a late morning in, in Los Angeles, California. It's been raining off off and on for probably three or four days. Yeah. It's supposed to not quit anytime soon, and so we're drinking. Uh, we're drinking some coffee. We're doing coffee again. Yeah. Uh, because this is, a, I don't know, we figured we'd try this. We brought this back from, from Hawaii. I, we okay. smuggled it after we bought it. Well, it's the same country. Yeah. <laughs> um, chocolate macadamia 10% Kona coffee blend. So don't freak out. It's not 100% Kona coffee, okay? I can tell. It's, just, it's like the same thing that's juice. It's, it's like 10% juice. This is it. 10% juice. Okay. Um, medium it? dark. Medium With dark? With a little bit of whipped cream on top because uh, you're a fun mm-hmm. guy. Because it's a cold day and got to be naughty. Oh, that's pretty good. It's nice. That's nice. I don't know. Go to Hawaii and get this coffee. <laughs> yeah, guys. Just <laughs> if you guys got a free day, if the kids are at school, go to Hawaii. A notorious flavor duo that delightfully combines the richness of milk chocolate and Hawaii's own macadamia nuts. There you go. From Elite. Aina. Aina? Aina. Aloha, Aina. Okay. Hello, Aina. <laughs> Hi, Aina. Anyway, yeah, so that's what we're drinking right now. It tastes good. Drink a cup of coffee on a cold day. That's all I can tell you. If you don't drink coffee, then... I have tea. Oh, I was going to say, don't listen to this podcast. That's, that's a push. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, you have done... We haven't talked in a while. We haven't talked in a while. We haven't it's talked in a while. A Things month, have... month, almost. Transpired, Maybe I know. not. I don't know. It feels like it's been two years. Where Where have you been? Uh, I'm, I'm a traveled man. <laughs> uh, just, just my, I know. You know you're Just not. my parents a couple times. <laughs> yeah, a couple times out to your parents. It's my parents. Which is a uh, drive. It's a two-hour drive. It's a two-hour drive. Which can be a four-hour drive with the kids. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you, you did Thanksgiving out there? Or did they come here? Actual Thanksgiving Day, I just I had a nice dinner with just my wife and kids, and then Thanksgiving weekend we had Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay. We're like, yeah, we don't need to take off the work, and well, she was already off work, but my parents were working, and then we just went and did it on the weekend. It was great. Oh, fun. What about you? Okay. Um, we stayed here. We did like a friends. We did friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving is fun. I don't even know how many years we've done this. Like, it's over ten years that we've been part of this sort of this. You know. 
Same ever evolving. Yeah, but it's evolved, you know, because yeah. it's Friendsgiving. I went but last yeah. year. I've been twice yeah, you've been a to times. your Friendsgiving. It's really fun when your you... Your friend's Friendsgiving. You know, I highly recommend getting something like that together if you, you know, if you don't live... Close to your family. Close to your family. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we kind of like pick and choose the holidays we can go back for. We fly to Seattle, but, you know, a lot of people are halfway around the country or whatever, yeah. wherever, whatever situation is. Friendsgiving is really fun. Everybody picks a dish, brings it. The only... Problem is, you don't get a ton of leftovers. Okay. Yeah. Which is fine, because whatever. But, you know, everybody brings their own dish. Maybe you make a little plate on the way home. But, I don't know, part of Thanksgiving is the leftovers. The turkey sandwich game. Yeah, the turkey, yeah, exactly. The turkey sandwich game, the turkey turkey soup game. Uh, Yeah. Stuffing. Turkey. Stuffing. Mashed potatoes. Cranberry sauce. Turkey. Ham. Two pieces of bread. Cram it down. Tums, doctor's visit. <laughs> so yeah, we did the we did the friendsgiving. It was really fun. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, no, we do this. We were talking about this earlier. We we do this like almost every year. Well, you go. Let me tell you, the cheapest way to go get yourself a Thanksgiving dinner. Wait a week after Thanksgiving, the turkeys are like free. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We don't care that much about Thanksgiving in general. Like it's not, it's just a nice. Whoa, time. whoa, whoa, whoa. I did, I, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> that and New Year's, you can keep it. Um, but it's an opportunity to eat a gigantic meal. So mm-hmm. we're just like, okay. So we enjoy punish doing your, it. It's an opportunity yeah. to punish your body. Punish and make dishes that are <laughs> culturally and socially unacceptable. <laughs> and eat, eat them around each other, making we're, them. This is okay today. I'm going to take yams and put marshmallows on yeah. them. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just gross yeah. yams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, love, love that dish with the marshmallows. It's so funny, but um, yeah. So already we're waiting to have it on the weekend, and then I also did not get leftovers, which again was great because I did the same thing. I'm cooking it tonight. It's yeah, the Wednesday. It to, yeah. It's almost a week after Thanksgiving. I love it. We do it. We, we do it like uh, we do it all the time. My my buddy used to. Um, it's like his favorite meal ever is Thanksgiving meal, and his his mom used to do it from like on like. They would call it like summer Thanksgiving, whatever, and just randomly on like July twentieth, they'd have like a big, huge Thanksgiving dinner. That's great. So they didn't have to wait, you know, <laughs> a whole year for it. That's great. I, I was like, that. oh, that's such a good idea. Well, my parents told me so. We started doing on the weekend with my family probably like three years ago, um, consistently. But my mom told me growing up we did it on the weekend all the time, which I didn't know because I was a kid, or I don't hey, remember. Idiot kid can't remember. Yeah, they were like, no, we idiot. do it on the weekend all the time because we work. <laughs> I blacked out everything from before I was 18, so sure. I have no idea what happened sure. to me. What per- I ate, per- what per- I, directed if record. I had friends. <laughs> I think if you don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, let me give you a... What have you been up to? Well, hold on. before we move on, I was going to give you a couple quick, like... Okay. I want your opinion on a couple quick things there. Yeah. Canned cranberry sauce, yay or nay? Yay. Oh, really? You like the homemade with like the little bits of cranberry in them and stuff? Yeah, I don't... It shouldn't be the same shape when it comes out of the can. Oh, yeah, it should. That's the only thing in the world that like you take it out of the packaging and it's like this looks the same. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate the commitment. And the slices, you like the sl- you just slice it and everyone takes a disc? No, we don't do that. Usually, we usually kind of just mash it up so it looks like a dish. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like it. I like the. I like the regular stuff. Oh, no. actual homemade meal. A lot of it's nostalgia, or, though. It's what you grew up with. I think so too. We grew, yeah, up, with the, we grew up with the can, and then late in the game, my mom started doing both, but it was too late. 
So she just passed that around. And I, I was know, like, it's, like, it's not like it's not around. <laughs> I've been to plenty of Thanksgivings where it's on the table. But I'm looking at it like... The can? Yeah. yeah that you grew up with probably the homemade, probably? I, I don't know. know. And again, before 18, I have no clue. It's nostalgia. It's true. You don't remember. <laughs> no, we grew up with it. So I, I just love it. Yeah. It's also the best on the sandwich. Do you listen to Christmas music? Do you like it? Just on in general. Thanksgiving? Do you, I no, love no, no, Christmas no. music. That's yeah. my other question is like, do you wait until Thanksgiving and then listen to Christmas music or do you listen to it before? Uh, wait. I wait too. I love that's Christmas a, kind music. of a harsh. I, I really like Christmas. It. I like the classic stuff. I really like Frank and all that mm-hmm. kind of era. Yep. That's what I really like listening to. King Cole, Bing Crosby, uh, and, and the Charlie Brown Christmas album is like the best album. Uh, but but I John Legend's new album. I pretty ritual, solid. Is it? I, I we went to his, we went to his concert last year. Sex man, sexiest Christmas, man of the year. Christmas concert. I, by the way, shouts out to John Legend, the sexiest man of the year this year. It's yeah. hilarious how... Give it, him a follow. He could use that. <laughs> I think it's funny how it, that switches every year. Every year. Who's the sexiest man, man alive? You lost the title in 12 months? Yeah. <laughs> it, that oh, rotation man. is quick. Blake Shelton starts dating Gwen Stefani and really lets himself go. Yeah, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, get out of here. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's been Brad Pitt since, since 94. How is it? How is anybody beating until Brad Pitt dies? It's not anybody other than Brad Pitt. It's all an opinion, because <laughs> what are we talking about? It's, oh, it's an, it's it, an is, it always should have been Idris Elba, but guys, what do you think? But you know what I'm saying? It's hilarious. And Idris Every Elba year. was it like last year? Yeah, I know. And then no, not anymore. No, <laughs> like in 300 days, he yeah. just fell off a cliff. No, not not you anymore. That'd be great if they just came out with a, the magazine and just said same as last year. Yeah, <laughs> it just said no, no, no hasn't they changed. Even, they don't get new photos. They're just like, just look at last year's issue. <laughs> we went down the rankings again, and ultimately it was um, the same list. Everyone stayed just as good looking or unattractive as yeah. before. Everyone's still rich, famous, successful. Yep. Don't worry about it. You're not them, okay? So put the magazine down. <laughs> Pick up the tablets and find out which one is secretly a alien. Yeah. So okay. So I know we often talk about a dumb dad moment. Uh huh. I, I well, listen. In the last You're still while since we that in a thousand. Yeah, in the last while since we've talked, we've both had plenty of dumb dad moments. Yeah. I can tell you that. I actually had an official, full blown, scary da- uh, dad moment. Okay. And uh, I know you know this. We're yeah, going to talk about it. I do. Um, so Henley was sick for a while. Yeah. I mean, she had a cough for five, six days, whatever. Got to get through the cough. Got to get through the cough. Yeah. Then she'd like cough and cough and cough and throw up. Started throwing up over the, you know, she had a day where she was like throwing up all day long. And, you know, when they're like 16 months old, it's like you can't really do much. I mean, and, and right. if it's the first time they ever gonna, they ever have gastroenteritis, it's going to be bad because their body's never fought anything like that before or whatever. So we read all these things. We've we kind of just get through it, threw up on mommy again, tr- change the clothes, do oh, a bath, yeah. like just trying to get. Um, but she didn't want anything. She wasn't eating anything for probably two days. I'm going to fast forward through this because it was a pretty traumatic sure. <laughs> whole experience. So I'll give you just sort of the gist of everything. So after a couple of days, it was like, man, she's really not kind of getting anything down, you know. And even if anything she got down, it was coming back up for the most part. So right. now we're getting a little worried with like, well, she got to at least drink water, yeah, you know, keep something down or um, – I mean, you can go a while without food, but you, you, know, you can't go too long without water without or any sort of fluids, yeah. Um, and we had already made a call towards uh, to our pediatrician, and we were kind of tentatively scheduling a, an appearance for the next morning if things really didn't improve. And like the, It was like she got sick in the evening, and so then 
the next day was really sick, and then that next day was really sick, and it was like, eh, if by the next morning she doesn't really seem to improve too much, maybe we should take her in. Sure. And she was really struggling with being away from mommy for, like, any sort of time. She just wanted to be held and held and held. The crazy thing was she wasn't really running a fever ever. It was just, she was just sick, yeah, just throwing up. And, And she still would attempt to eat. Yeah. But it just wouldn't stay down. And then, and the, even though when she was like really throwing up the most, she was still sort of about it. I mean, she was like watching TV and she'd like dance when music came on or whatever. But then she would just go through waves of just not keeping things down. Well, some so, of these kids shows, I mean, they're captivating. So That's true. And so, so that was kind of the evening that it hit where our world just got flipped upside down. She, she was upset. Katie needed to get out of the house. She wouldn't even let... She she wasn't even sleeping in her crib. Mm. It was like had to sleep on mommy, on, yeah. or she was like freaking out because she just felt so crappy and everything. Yeah. And Katie was like, "I just need to get out of the house for a minute, you know. I'm gonna try to go. I'll go get Emmett from preschool. Yeah, we'll be back in you know half an hour, whatever." And we kind of tried to play it cool, like, "Okay, say goodbye, mommy. She'll be right back." And she kind of got upset, so I picked her up, and then she was pointing towards the ground like she wanted to get down when really what she was telling me was I want to go see where mommy is and she went around to the corner yeah. into the kitchen she was not there she sat on the ground and started screaming crying because mommy wasn't there and all of this is somewhat normal because she's upset she doesn't feel well I feel right. bad for her so yeah. I just sat right in front of her and this is when the scary moment happened I sat down right in front of her and she was just like really losing it so I reached over and picked her up and stood up and she arched her head back and when she came, like, I was like, oh, let's not lean that way. And I brought her head back to me. Her eyes rolled in the back of her head, and she was, like, having a seizure in my arms. Oh, yeah. That's not fun. No, it was horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way I can put it. It was, like, yeah. really scary because in that moment, it was like, this is actually happening. It's like I was thinking, like, whoa, this is really happening right now. Well, out now of I have to experience act- almost. Yeah, like, now I have to act on this, you know. Yeah. And so I couldn't get her to react in any way. She probably did it for, I don't know, I kept telling the nurses that eventually everything, like, a, I don't know, a minute or so. Right. felt like a lifetime right. is how long yeah. she was doing it. No way of um, And so, I, like, later on the floor, the, I called 911, was talking to them. They even had me do, like, CPR on her for a second. I mean, it was really scary stuff, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I was just kind of, like, trying to stay calm and just... It's amazing how much of that stuff you did, like infant CPR and emergency situations. That stuff just snaps back into your brain, right. like yeah. like someone's just telling it to you. You know, as long as you were listening in the first place. Right. Um, welcome to the world. <laughs> welcome to <laughs> life. And yeah, so they got there, and what was really cool, we went through the whole experience. I got in the car or got in the ambulance. Yeah. They. You know, took us to the hospital. We worked with multiple nurses and everything, and everybody was very calm. And it didn't seem like this was way, way out of the ordinary. Considering we we're like, she's been sick, this and this and that. Um, it can be like provoked seizure. There's a lot of little things that can happen to little kids that can be somewhat normal. Right. Of course, where your mind goes is where the scariest possible thing. Oh, of course. You know, or as to why and what is happening. Yeah. Um, they even said now, and she ultimately ended up having a second one in the ER when they were trying to hook her up to um, uh, to fluids. IVs. Yeah, IVs yeah. and stuff. They're like, she's probably pretty dehydrated, so why don't we just give her some fluids and everything? But they struggled to do that. She's she's pretty segmented, 
and has like puffy little hands and feet. Yeah. And so they really struggle to get any, let alone she's dehydrated and so your vein is like a collapsed milkshake straw, you know. Right. And, uh, Those paper straws we have to use. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were struggling to get the IV in her, which made her even more mad. She became more and more visibly upset, almost as if she, like she was back at home. Yeah. And then this at this point I had called Katie and was like, you need to, or texted Katie, like, you need to call me like right now, you know, which is not the text you want to have to send your wife right. and i was like well we're everything's fine we are in the ambulance <laughs> this is the hospital we're going to and she's yeah. like literally standing in front of one of emmett's teachers as she's talking on the phone like trying to scurry to now to get emmett out of there yeah um and so she had a second one in in the er and that was in front of katie which i really wish didn't have to have happened because right. it's so scary um, and then they were like, well, I think we're now we're going to admit you because having one, given her circumstances, we might be able to observe for a while and then send you home right. so you can observe from there. But she had two. And so not, that's a little bit more disconcerting. Yeah. We're like, oh, so we spent two nights in the PICU. Mm-hmm. They did like x-rays on her, everything, EEG tests, like brain scan, mm-hmm. like all this stuff. Ultimately, we feel very lucky that it was determined it was pretty much a huge imbalance of her body acid and dehydration yeah. is all going all over the map. And she was Getting maybe super doing, upset with all that happening, with all that happening, possibly doing with a little bit of, um, it sounds what like were they it, call it like breathing withholding or breath withholding or something like that, where they're so upset that they can't breathe, yeah. that they can't really breathe. And they yeah. said something, and you know, some kids do it until they like turn blue, which she did not do, which yeah. would have freaked me out even more. Obviously it was just, so everybody's home now safe. Everything's good. It was just a huge, you know, really scary moment. Um, yeah, but ultimately it was just everything. All the tests came back negative. So they were like, well, I mean, we really, really think this is what I, they said, you know, and they, they were trying to do their best bedside manner kind of stuff, but also like, well, we're going to run some tests yeah. that, you know, hopefully we won't find anything. But you're thinking like, oh, okay, you know, it's like you don't even know what to think, you know. No, can't even I, eat or drink get, or sleep ourselves. I get blood work for my yearly physical, and then I wait, just nervous for the <laughs> results to come back. I can't imagine with, with your kid who had a seizure. Yeah, getting really nervous about blood like, tests results, blood considering tech. like you don't do anything. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you seem pretty healthy. I was like, just tell me what the test yeah, is. What's the, what's the horrible thing? Yeah. Where'd you find? It's got to be there somewhere. And uh, so to make this even more, this is so, it's so compounded later on yeah. or, or in the moment, sorry, then. And then later on, you can kind of look back and not laugh because it was, it was really yeah. scary. But th- there's some of the things that happened were just like, wow, this is crazy. You know, so she had had the flu, right? Emmett had the flu as well. He had the flu like two days after stomach, her. Stomach flu or whatever? Or yeah, like basically the stomach flu. So she had only been the one that had been the one that had it. He... You know, we don't know what to do. Now we're going to spend the night in a hospital. Um, and this is where, you know, they say it takes a village. This is really true, man. We felt so lucky. Like so many of our friends were reaching out to us, pitching in, like, let us know. I'm clearing my schedule for tomorrow. How can we help you? Yeah. Can we bring something to you? We just, we just felt really uh, blessed in that way to know so many strong people, other parents, you guys, everybody that was reached out to us. The first thought was, let's, okay, so one of our friends is going to go get is going to come get Emmett from the hospital. He doesn't need to be here to see this. Like, it, in case it goes south for some reason. Right. Because, you know, we don't know what's going on, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
and luckily he got taken away before she had a second seizure because that would have been like really scary because we didn't know what to do. We were like rushing to get nurses because yeah. they weren't around in that moment. So our friend comes. He's like, okay, I'll take him to my house. We'll have a play date. He'll, you know, it'll be a fun night, right? Yeah. He'll just have a fun spend the night night for, right. as far as he's concerned. So he comes and gets Emmett from the hospital and gets back to his house and like 10 minutes later she has a second seizure and now we're like freaking out and we don't know what to do and we're just like really awaiting answers you know if if as soon as we can get them which even at this point seems like it won't even be within a day and our friend texts us okay so Emmett just threw up at our house (laughs) on our carpet it was like okay okay He's like, no, obviously I don't want to, we don't want to try to give it to our whole family. So I, we think that the plan is, okay, you take him to our house so he can spend the night in his own bed. And my friends, I can all spend the night on your couch. So at least he can be in his own bed and he's not, if he's super contagious or whatever. Do you think your friend came into this very garage that we're in and looked for a tarp to put down on the couch? (laughs) He said, luckily Emmett was really good. He got him, he made it, he threw up like six times and he made it to the toilet every time. Oh, no, that's great. Like, yeah. I meant for him to put on the couch because he's oh, like, yeah. something's happening in this house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, just pol- wrap himself there's a, in like, there's a poltergeist. A big Ziploc yeah. bag. And uh, yeah. And so ultimately, we got the news like, well, whatever's going through Henley right now, we won't really have answers to tomorrow. And we, she's comfortable. Our best guess is this is what's happening, so she should have a pretty uneventful evening. And is so, their, their best guess is what it ended up being? Yeah. That, you know, they said, okay. In most cases, children come through here maybe only having one seizure, but they most likely leave here with no answers, which is also fine because it can happen. The other, one of the ER doctors explained <laughs> fine, to me. Fine to a point. <laughs> well, they were saying, like, unfortunately, you may leave here, like, not knowing exactly why. Right. Um, but knowing that it's not, like, insanely rare. No answers rare. can be good answers. But it's also, yeah, exactly. But it's also not, like, insanely rare. That we brought a kid in that was under twenty four or what that they yeah, like yeah, for sure that had had a seizure yeah. you know um, weird that it was two but might have been that dehydrated that imbalanced that upset it, it can cause these things the other guy said one of the ER doctors said a seizure is like it looks really scary but depending on what it is sometimes it, it really what's happening is like your brain firing at like a hundred percent and so your the rest of your body can't really deal with that. Right. Um, which I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm never going to have a seizure. I don't think my brain even operates at 40%. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I still try to open doors with my mind. So it was yeah, kind of one of those things like you would explain it to you like that and you think, okay, sort of good information, something to hang on to a little bit. It's hard to read doctor speak, yeah. nurse speak. So I think I try to just read their demeanor. They didn't ever look like they were freaking out. They just looked like, let's just deal with it. You know, it wasn't like, go get doctor this, go get doctor that, like, it, it wasn't that. It was like, yeah. okay, let's just get through it. Even when they she was seizing, she pro- a second time they were there. They made it back to the the she bed with us and like yeah. monitor, roll them on their right side, yeah, and just keep them there. You know, it. They were like, they just kept telling us it looks so much scarier than it is. So yeah. you know, they're like, it's the kind of thing. If she does it for more than five minutes, that kind of thing, we might start suggesting MRIs, looking at her brain even further. And but you know, they didn't even. She didn't even show that she had seizures. In her EEG test, they were, they didn't find any like spikes, what they're called or whatever. Great. So they were totally minor, very minimal. Yeah. But ultimately, didn't yeah. Didn't feel like it. Yeah. And then we came home, you know, she did a great for about a day and then she seemed to take a step back. She was on medications and everything. So 
one of the nights Katie just took her into the ER and got her fluids again. Mm. Just And they were like, that's the worst case scenario. Just bring her back, get some more fluids. Because if she's unable to keep them down still, then... They give she her an IV or they just had a... Give her an IV, so yeah, that night. So she just like... Can't, can't puke up an IV. Nice try, Henley. Can't puke up an IV. Yeah, nice so, try. Yeah, so... But it was weird. Like, she ran a fever like once or twice a couple of times in, in, in the hospital too, but nothing really extreme. You know, like 101. Right. So she, she was just like really sick just getting through stuff ultimately is what, what happened. But it was... Yeah. So looking back, it was like, okay, so it was just like a really tough, you know eight nine days obviously just of, like the whole world flip we don't know what to do we're monitoring See, good on here. you for it being a scary dad moment because actually it could be a dumb dad moment it could be yeah because a dumb dad moment would be your kid has a seizure and you call your wife and be like hey henley's acting weird <laughs> and then she has to tell you to call nine one one. you pulled the trigger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which was smart. I pulled the trigger right away. Oh, and I forgot to mention in between I've, all this, I've, I've done that with, oh, I've done that. I forget what it was. Oh, it was with our dog. So it's not as big a deal, but our dog acted weird. It's <laughs> he not, doesn't listen to this, not, does he? No, nah, <laughs> dogs. Um, but I just remember our dog acted weird, and I, I, I just said something. I forget what it was now, but I remember talking to my wife, being like, "Hey, Blaney's acting really weird, and he's, he did this and this," and she's like, "Then take him in." And I just felt so stupid because I was just like, yeah, that is, that is the right answer, okay. isn't it? Should we pick anything up on the way home? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to hang up right now. Actually, you know what? It's on the way there. I might stop and get it and then go to the vet. Um, I mean, it can't get worse, right? If anything, I could just use their fridge probably and throw some stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. And then in between all that, I got sick too. I got the bug. And for about oh. 24 hours there, it was out out of the uh the uh the annual purge yeah it was and i literally the night before was like this is crazy henley got this and emmett got it and i think i don't think i've ever had the stomach flu before i literally said that to her and then woke up at six in the morning and was like just yelling out everything i ate (laughs) yeah it's the worst puking's terrible yeah it was it wasn't fun i like you know from like six in the morning until just shy of noon or whatever i threw up like every half an hour oh, yeah, that's well eventually you get to the point where it's like dry heat. i'm trying my body is trying so hard to throw up, but it's like there's nothing to throw up you start to wonder if an organ's gonna pop out yeah and you gotta tuck it back in yeah and then like, like the next cartoon. eight hours were like it's like i stressed and pulled and torqued every muscle on oh, my in my yeah. interior because my body was desperately trying to throw up yeah whenever they tell you workout classes to engage your core the only time I know I'm engaging my core is when you're barking. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this it. is what it feels like. You can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> what hospital did she go to? She went to Valley Presbyterian. Shout out to Valley Shout Presbyterian. Shout out to Valley. And this brand new fire station that got put in like six months after we moved here. Yeah. Right up the street, that's who came here. That's nice. Yeah, and the, it was really weird experience to like see that fire station and think like that's cool, man. If we ever need them, they're right there. Right. I because I thought did. that I thought that it was like they're right there. It's a brand new cool no, you know, no. fire station. We drive by it every day, and Emmett looks at it, and it's like yeah, I mean, Andy, they're literally Andy up the street. Thought, we thought that when we were visiting you the first couple times, we're like that's nice fire station. Yeah, and guess what? It was. <laughs> it was nice. It was really nice. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that it had was that new ambulance smell when you got it. <laughs> You know what? I didn't notice. Yeah. Um, 
But the two guys that picked us up were handsome. I'll say that. They didn't didn't have a lot of miles on them. Maybe it's the glow. It's the lights on the inside of the cabin. Oh, it's and and me feeling feeling quite desperate in the moment. I don't know what to do here. Everyone's beautiful when they're helping you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, but and you really felt you really felt that like everybody from. The ER nurses, the firemen that came there. It is funny. Our friends and everybody, you just feel really supported, even though I was out of my mind trying to not be afraid of the darkest possible answer. It's so hard to not go there. Well, what's good is you're good at, I mean, you were still freaking out, but it's so nice when you're able to like read people because like I... We do not have your experience, but we had the closest we had was probably, you know, when we were giving birth, and it was just able to read everybody. Well, it's and still they, that's a major event. That's it's a major, surgery. We're, we're lucky to say we didn't have any complications. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want to pretend it was the same, but uh, it was definitely an intense thing. But it was funny because both my wife and I were able to like just kind of like read everybody and be like, "Yeah, this is all fine. <laughs> this is all pretty chill." Yeah, like how, it's not how even many... like a hint of like. Their whole, your, you know, uh, what's it? They have poker face on. They were just like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, we're going to do this. You know, we even great. like, we even, the first two times we had uh, C-section and the baby was struggling to come out. They had to use the vacuum pump and everything. And Did it you do the third felt time? like, <laughs> it felt like <laughs> so extreme. Yeah. But they're all just like talking to each other like they're ordering Starbucks or something, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like they do this every single day. Every single day. Yeah. I won't get into detail, but I did, I saw some gnarly stuff and I, I worked at a hospital for a while. I was a phlebotomist drawing blood and stuff. Um, and I did that for, I don't know, a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I'd occasionally have to go to the ER and you'd see some horrifying stuff. Some yeah. real upsetting stuff. How old were you? Uh, I wasn't, I couldn't have been older than 20. I was probably, tw- I was 20. <laughs> old enough to know then. Oh yeah. That's life slapping you right in the face. Oh, for sure. Grown up stuff. Uh, <laughs> seeing all that, but it was it was the same thing. I remember at a young age seeing that and just seeing like the doctors and nurses being like, you know, new parking spots suck. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like talking more about guys, more guys, more guys, like whatever. Give me a roll of paper towels. Yeah, this thing will not stop. Yes. There's a new show called Dancing with the Stars premieres this week. Yeah, gonna watch it. Speaking of watch, where is my watch? Oh, again, open them up. Um, yeah, you know, you know, people say our biggest. Joke that we kept telling each other back and forth. You know, a lot of people say when you're growing up, like in your 20s and 30s, like, man, I did a lot of adulting this weekend. Like, yeah. I went to Costco and I did, and I bought a couch and I did a lot of adulting. Yeah. At one point, we looked at each other and we're like, okay, that's enough parenting for this moment. We yeah. like super parenting for check out for a while. A week straight was like, can we just go back to watching cartoons for a little bit here? Like, this is too serious. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit too serious. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess. It feels good to talk about it. I think yeah. that was the thing, too. Like, we kept reminding each, our, ourselves we probably should talk about it. It's the kind of thing that if you try to just make it go away. Worse. It's, it could be worse. worse and we're, it was, it was, we really struggled the next day when she sort of felt like, because she's still sick. I mean, you can't, like, take an, an antibiotic for a stomach flu. It's just, like, get it out of your system, yeah. you know. Um, but her still going through that while trying to give her medications and stuff is, like. Oh, it's the worst. She doesn't want to put. Anything and the only thing she would do is nurse. She never sort of like stopped at least desiring to nurse, and so that felt like she was getting something. Right. But she was just so dehydrated when we brought her in yeah. that you know, or what? Hooked her up. <laughs> I we didn't bring her in. The, the red box brought her in. Yeah. Uh, 
but you know, it was Redbox, the DVD company. Yeah, that's really, cool. Yeah, it was really nice of them to just come they get had us. To expand now that <laughs> streaming is a thing. They've got to figure out ways to. <laughs> Which is weird that they didn't have any movies in the ambulance. I thought they would at least play something or offer something. But yeah, it was just squiggly lines that were going up and down. And yeah, beep. Maybe it was just maybe they had a good reception. I was like, this is, this show is boring. <laughs> what is this pong? Yeah. So, but it because then you know later on it could be something else or something else brings it up and it's in your traumatic experiences yeah so we kept we yeah we talked about it i mean it was like uh yeah it was crazy just crazy i mean well i'm happy everybody's all right man it's great yeah so thanksgiving felt a little more probably emotional we're just like (laughs) quite literally thankful Thankful. to be surrounded by the people that were you know in many ways that were all around us and that were she's back to yeah. Putting mashed potatoes in her hair, kind of, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, she won't remember any of this. Nope, no idea that it even happened. Oh, isn't that great? Yes, good for her. Good for her. <laughs> in a thousand ways, yes. Because yeah, that can mess you up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did you did you have a, did you have something? Did you have at least a, a funny holiday dumb dad moment? Did you do anything silly? I did. I got so into that story, I kind of forget. It. <laughs> um, oh, I mean, sort. Of, this is just like, yeah, this is like dumb, just basic dumb dad. Of so, the week before Thanksgiving, I uh, went up to my parents in uh, Indio, California. Shout so, out Indio, Indio. So I guess over. We went over, not up to. We went east to. Oh Indio. yeah. Well, I was gonna nail you for that. Good thing you caught. I was gonna nail you nice for that. Nice try, in a second. Twitter. <laughs> you slammed the door before I can get my hand in there. Stay out of my mentions. <laughs> um, but we went there because they have uh, they do this big uh, hot air balloons thing. I posted about okay. it on our. Uh, it's just a, it's a thing they do. They just blow up like a ton of hot air balloons, and then they do like a show with it, which is really cool. Have you ever been in a hot air balloon before? Uh, no. We will, we're going to next year because you can, um, I forget what it's called, like float. It's not quite that word, but it's like you're still uh, tied to the ground, but like the, bas- oh. the basket lifts up and you kind of, gotcha. we're going to probably take uh, Lucy and Jude on that next year. But um, I want to, I've never done one. I bet it'd be fun. Oh, amazing. I'm terrified of heights, but I bet it would be fun. It'd be so fun. So, I mean, it's a big parachute. So even if you run out of gas, it's just going to float to the bottom. Yeah, but if somebody has like a little, a pea shooter with a, with a yeah. little, you're done. Well, yeah, as long as you don't have any uh, cartoon debts to pay or something. <laughs> That's for another episode. Yeah. Uh, there is moose and squirrel. <laughs> well, we're goners. And if it goes through it, you know, as everyone knows, it shoots around like a balloon. Yeah, exactly. Going, it's a hell of a ride on the yep. way down. <laughs> So, uh, so you go to that, and it's just it's this big to do. It's really cool. There's like food trucks there, and there's like little shops, like street fair stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they're in the meantime, they're just blowing up all these hot air balloons. So uh, my daughter Lucy was super excited about it. So we were having a lot of fun, just like watching it, just like watching these gigantic flames. And you think you're far enough away, you still feel the heat yeah. from it. And I was like, oh, it's I don't, an, yeah, it's intense. Yeah, it's cool. So. We're just like watching all that. We're getting food. My, uh, there's music, so my daughter's just like dancing and stuff. So we're like dancing and like throwing her around, and she like is having so much fun. She wants to be on my shoulders. I'm putting her on my shoulders. If we dance more. I'm throwing her around a bunch, and it was just it was just a fun night. And uh, the next day, my back. <laughs> 
was in bad shape. <laughs> uh, it's just I don't go to the gym uh, ever anymore. Oh, uh, I do sometimes, but I go through spurts where it's just like, dude, I'm back on for like two weeks, and then it's like, you know, a couple months off. Yeah, especially now with two kids, it's like impossible. With the one kid, I was really good about like being able. To, now the two kids, I just don't have time. Re- Nap schedules, all this picking up from school, dropping off. Yeah, school. yeah. He naps in between her school, so I'm not gonna go then because Jude naps well. Um, so it's just like this whole thing. Anyway, I don't go. Yeah, you just have to like find your window and make it a routine. And that's the way to do it is like make it like part of something you have to do during the day. The schedule will go. Yeah. And it gets nuts. It's it's not good because, uh, I've got a questionable back, so I've got to stay going to the gym. Um, and I haven't been, I'm starting to look like those marshmallows on top of the yams we were talking about. (laughs) And... I just haven't gone. So then just throwing my daughter around is one of those things that your body is kind of just going, hey, maybe. We can totally do this for one day. Yeah. We can do this for one day. And You're pay for it for tomorrow. five. Yeah. And I, I mean, it was, and the worst thing it was is that we only go spend like a, a day and a half with my parents. Like we get there on Saturday, we leave on Sunday because she works, my wife works Monday through Friday. So we leave Sunday night, afternoon. And I couldn't even help her pack the car. <laughs> it was that bad. It was really bad. And it was funny. It took me it took me half the day to figure it out because I didn't think I was going wild the day before. And I was just the next day, I was like, what did I do to my back yesterday? I just kept saying you that. You used it. And I was like, oh, I was. You utilized it. I was taking a, a you know, a 40-pound kettlebell and just tossing it for yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then putting that kettlebell on my shoulders and just walking around with it. Uh-huh. And this kettlebell squirms unexpectedly. Kettlebell <laughs> so. doesn't want to be there. But she, it does, but it doesn't. Yeah. So my dumb dad moment was me being silly dad who doesn't just know like, how to activate his core. <laughs> you know what we found? Calisthenics. That's the secret. Oh, yeah? To do some lightweight calisthenics in the morning, you're good to go. Yeah. A little stretching. Don't forget to stretch. Oh yeah, I'm like a just get the blood moving. Get the like blood a, moving through your body. That's all you need to do. I need to stretch. I'm like a rubber band that was in the freezer. <laughs> rubber band ball hey, from yeah. the freezer. Yeah. You're gonna want to let that sit out for a little yeah. while. If you drop it, it will shatter. <laughs> it will not bounce. Well, that's pretty good. That's a good. Thank you for ending it on a funny little stupid dumb dad moment. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'll always have them. <laughs> I'll always have one. <laughs> okay, so. Here's the thing. We we discussed this. Now, we did tease this. We are doing... This is going to be a two-part podcast. Right. So this is part one. And in part two, which we're about to switch over to in a minute here, we're going to do our superhero Marvel and DC draft. And if you're not into that... That's why this is two parts. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you can shut this right now. But off. it's going to be... Well, because this is going to be like me... This is sort of like when I started playing fantasy football with all my friends. They had all done it for 10 years. Like, you've read comics your whole life. And I'm like, yeah, let's do a draft. Me against you. Yeah, but it's... I did research for 10 days. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, not every day. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay. So, um, but I think, like, as, as long as we're good, right? You, yeah. You ready to go? Yeah, you I'm ready to do it on off the top of my head, but... Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> The fact that you're that confident going into this is scaring me. Because I don't know about I... confident, but I, I know some things. Yeah, I know. I know you do. That's oh, oh, bad. But you want, should, I, should we end part one with a joke? Sure. I have yeah, a holiday joke. Yeah, let me hear it. I have a holiday joke. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Why does Santa have three gardens? Uh, why? So we can ho, ho, ho. Nice. <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. And uh, we're going to switch it over right now. But if that's it for for you and you don't care about superheroes like I. Uh, like Some and subscribe. Uh, subscribe, please. Yeah, subscribe to us. Share us. Mm-hmm. Tweet about us. At Dumb Dad Pod. At Dumb Dad Pod. Write, le- write about us to somebody in a letter. And then tag us in the letter. Perfect. A letter. That'll yeah, work. A letter. Add it. And then we get a post-it note. You know what they say? A letter's worth a thousand. Mm-hmm. Put a picture of us in there. Done. And then you don't have to write a thousand words about us. Perfect. All right. Thanks for due. Thanks for due. At Verdue. For music. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.